Join us, Ariana and Liana, as we navigate the human experience. The good, the bad, and the ridiculous. Share the adventures of life with us, friendship, laughter, and love. So buckle up, enjoy the ride, and and don't don't forget forget to subscribe. guys welcome back to another episode mm-hmm. we're super excited for today's episode we're actually going to be debunking some health myths or i will and liana will be asking me some questions because yeah. i've actually studied food and nutrition science yeah so yeah this is right down my alley very excited to hone into ariana's expertise on this stuff because you can't, I, I've noticed like you think that the average person should know this stuff, but we really don't. <laughs> I just assume it's like common knowledge, but it's, but it's not. not. Like even I would say I'm a bit above average in the health knowledge. Definitely. Because like we speak about it and like and I, you've I'm also interested had in it. Different health problems. So you've had to exactly. learn more. Yeah. Like about food and stuff, food is medicine and all that. And like I've read so many books, but like some of the stuff I don't even know. Yeah. So there's actually so many myths to debunk and a lot of them frame the way that we look at food and even like consumption mm-hmm. and everything. It's crazy to me. Yeah, how we think that food can literally change our bodies when it's really most of the time it's all in your head. <laughs> yeah. And also like some of the things that like media and society have told us about are actually good, which I'm shocked about. So should we talk about a little bit of a TV show update? Yeah, 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 yeah. let's do it. You talk about okay. your... Okay, do you want to go yeah, first? I don't mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so this one's super random, but because I've been feeling quite unwell and just like in and out of appointments, I've kind of just watched heaps of TV shows and just want like the not more yeah. trashy ones, but ones that just will get your mind off everything, you know? Yeah, relaxing. Yeah, like you can just escape with them. So I actually started... Fate, which is if you guys know Winks, like the cartoon, the two thousands cartoon. I loved Winks. Yeah, it's literally a live action series about it, and it's so good. It's like kind of like Riverdale vibes. Is it fantasy still? Yes, okay. very fantasy. So they're fairies. They go to college, but it's not like babyish. You know, it's for our age group. Are there relationships? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. It's really good. It's like uni students and their fairies, and it's really cool how they've done it all. And I really liked it, to be honest. I binged it in one night. Oh my! There's only six episodes. Oh no, but that's easy to do. A whole day. Yeah, yeah. But it was really good. <laughs> It was really good. Yeah. I hope they get continued for season two. Hopefully. But I think it's a really good idea because I think it's bringing back a lot of nostalgia for so many people. Oh, yeah. See, I wanted to watch it, but I was worried that it wouldn't be good and it would ruin my view of the original Winx. And I just no, didn't want to get into it. Like it. But okay, I will. I will. I think you'll like it. Yeah, definitely. And it's on, is it on Netflix? Yep, yeah, Netflix. Anyways, Ooh. you tell us about your one. Okay, so this is Firefly Lane. I think it's had a bit of hype on Netflix already. Mm-hmm. I thought I was, you know, quick to the party, <laughs> but obviously not. <laughs> so it's about these two best friends, Tully and Kate, and they meet as like young girls. Yeah. On like Firefly Lane. So that's where this girl Kate moves to Firefly Lane. They meet. They're very different. Tully has a super difficult like upbringing with her mum who's like a drug addict. Oh. And- 
it's just really hard and Kate's like always there to support her and it's so cute and it flashes back from like over 30 years of their life so it shows them when they're older like in their work field like working together and then like flashes back to them when they're younger but the flashbacks are so good because it seems like the flashbacks are becoming closer and closer so they're almost at that same age towards the end oh that's really cool and it's like all the ups and downs they go through like it kind of wait have you finished it not yet but like very close okay but um yeah they kind of remind me of us like we're we're not as ex- as extreme as like either of yeah. them like they do fight we don't really fight but i think yeah. that the way that they just like it's like when they get separated at one point they're literally just like crying and i'm like yeah that's literally oh. us like <laughs> so yeah wow, it's really good. that sounds really good i saw it and i love that it's like yeah. 70s the outfits like the even the color awesome. you can tell it's like styled in the 70s i don't know if that's the flashbacks well, they're flashbacks yeah i yeah i really should watch it get obsessed with another one you would really like it all right let's get on to health miss i reckon Ooh, are you ready yeah you're gonna be the star of this show first one is lemon water <laughs> so I think the main myth is that it helps with weight loss and digestion, yeah. which is kind of a load of crap, to be honest. I don't know if you have any thoughts. Have you? Did you go on the trend, on the lemon water trend? I think I went on the trend like every day I have to have an empty stomach. But I have, okay. I did think it aided digestion and like weight loss and stuff like that. I don't think it's going to do anything in particular. It just doesn't have some like magical power. Like, it might boost your immunity a little bit if you have it every day because, yeah, it has, like, a lot of vitamin C. It also tastes good. Like, I would mm-hmm. even, I would say if you're somebody who finds it hard to drink water, if you want to put, I don't know, some fruit juice, some yeah. cucumber, some mint, like, chia seeds, something yeah. in your water to, like, entice, make it more enticing so that you drink more, it can be good for that. But it's not, yeah. like, lemons. There's nothing special, really, about lemon. So... There's no difference with, like, having in a glass of water than, like, what, squeezing it on, like, salad or something. There's no difference. And what, yeah. That's so interesting. And wait, how about, like, waking up in the morning, empty stomach? Because that's the trend, I think. think. They say that it cleans and detoxes in the morning because, like, it helps with healthy bowel movements. The thing is, drinking any any water in the morning will do the same thing. (laughs) Doesn't really do anything in particular like lemon has this fiber i think it's called pectin or something and it can like reduce your appetite and stuff but the thing is that a squeeze of lemon juice in water has like trace amounts of pectin (laughs) also like a whole lemon i think only has what one maybe two grams of fiber or something like it doesn't have a lot of that like pectin in it it's not going to make you feel full (laughs) it's like one squeeze I don't know how many lemons you'd have to be eating to feel to reduce your appetite, like a lot of lemons. So basically, it really won't aid your fat burning. Not really. I I have a bit of a story. When I went to the dentist, yeah, and I have super sensitive teeth. I always have um, that like to hot and cold things mainly. Yes. So I don't know because lemons are like really acidic because they have like citric acid mm-hmm. they can like damage your what's Teeth. called the enamel of your tooth yeah, over time yeah, yeah, yeah. if you drink it like every day and like drink significant amounts like i don't know a big glass with a lot of lemon every day yeah so i went to the dentist and i had been having lemon water but i also like it like i wasn't obsessed to the point that i had to have it every day yeah. i did go on the apple cider vinegar trend though let's not go there today <laughs> but 
<laughs> I went on that. That shoot. was tragic. That was tragic. But lemon water was like something I just liked, even as a kid. Like I love lemons. I love sour Me and too. bitter things. Yeah. So it wasn't really a problem. Like sometimes I would even eat them. It wasn't a problem. Like I wasn't obsessed. Yeah. And the dentist was like, "Oh, your teeth are really sensitive." And he was like, lemon water has become a craze lately. And he was like, so have, do you drink a lot of lemon water? And I was like, I mean, maybe like one glass a day every few days. Like not all, not like a lot all day or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, if you want to drink lemon water, you have to rinse your mouth out with plain water right after you drink properly and then drink some plain water. Because studies show that it can make your teeth even more sensitive to like hot and cold <gasps> foods by like eroding the enamel. No way. So all I've got to say is, if you really need lemon <laughs> water, make sure you gargle clean water after. Or just put a tiny bit of lemon juice because it's probably not worth ruining your teeth. And I it's really not impacting your health that much beneficially no. anyway. I mean, vitamin C is great. But yeah, lemon, lemon is great for you. Yeah. But so are, like, most other fruits and vegetables. Like, there's nothing special in particular about lemon. And so you're telling me you don't have to wait, like, you know how people wait, like, an hour before they eat after their lemon no, water? No, there's no... I mean, you've probably experienced when you wake up in the morning and if you wait before you eat and if you drink some water or go for a walk before eating or something, you probably will, like, literally poop or something. Because, like, you've moved around, you, you know, you've given your digestion a bit of a break, but... It's not really going to make like a big change by have adding lemon to that water. Mm. Oh, wait, actually something else. Cause I was yeah. reading up, I watched this, I watched this YouTuber. Her name's Abby Sharp and she's a dietitian. She's literally amazing. So she debunks like so many health myths and also like influences diets. So she goes and she does like what oh, I, I eat that. in a day of this influencer. And she oh. talks about like all the superfoods and crap that they're having. <laughs> and it's just but she's really kind as well. Like she does, she's not mean about it. She's just, she's literally just giving like informative discussion and stuff. She was yeah. saying something about how she had a client or something say that, oh, like if I have lemon water, will it like increase the pH of my body and like make it more alkaline or something? And she was like, because apparently it's been lemon water has been said to like be alkalizing. Mm. But the thing is, I was listening to this and I was like, wait, but I remember learning in my degree that the pH of your blood and the cells can't change by what you eat. Like it's your blood and your cells can't change by what you eat. They can't become more acidic or less acidic by what you eat. Like the human body maintains a steady pH on its own. Like it's very complex. There's a lot of organs and systems. You don't need like lemon juice or alkaline or acidic foods to change it. I was like, it can't even change. Like, where'd you get that from? No, but like people don't know that. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. I would just say if you don't, if you don't like lemon water, like I actually like it, so I still will drink it sometimes. But if you don't like it and you've been drinking because you feel like you have to, I would just drink, start drinking any water that you like. Add mint, add fruit, veggies, add chia seeds, whatever, have it plain. (laughs) Just like move more in the morning if you like having a bowel movement like get up don't maybe don't eat within the first like five minutes go for a little walk around the block and you might feel that like sometimes like it can just like move your like help like being more regular in the morning like you don't have to have lemon water 
And if you just eat lots of like a diet with heaps of fruit and veggies, which has like a lot of potassium. <laughs> anyway, all that to say, normal water is fine, right? <laughs> oh, totally fine. Nothing wrong with water. People just, I get if you want to make your water a bit bougie and exciting, but like do not become obsessed with it. It's not going to do any wonders. It'll probably just maybe ruin your teeth if you drink too much. <laughs> Yeah, I, d- I admit I don't think it's a bad habit to like wake up and like if it encourages you to drink some water, okay, mm-hmm. do it. And it is refreshing in the morning. Like lemon is nice, but it's yeah. just like it's not something that's going to like change your gut health or like have some major effect on your life. Just eat more fruits, veggies, whole grains, eat a Mediterranean diet. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like I love it. It's okay, pretty simple. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. Oh, wait. Wait, I'm going to do this one next because it actually just makes me laugh. Okay. Okay. Eating fat makes you fat. Now, this one, I don't really – And this is another one that I kind of just assume was like common knowledge. Like people would just know that it's not fat that makes you fat. It's just excess calories will make you fat. The fat that those calories can be in any form. Like they can be a protein. They can be a carb. doesn't have to be from fat. Yeah. But then I was looking back at like, actually, this was in the show Firefly Lane and all the women that like in the 80s and stuff who thought that eating fat would make your body like start storing fat. So the low fat diet became like this big trend. But the thing is that that's not even true at all. It's just like if you eat more calories and you don't expend a lot of energy, yeah, you will gain weight. Yeah, but I think people are scared of fatty foods. I think it's the type of fats. Like you're gonna go into like different types of fats. Yeah. So like there's a few there's a lot of different types of fats. There are like trans fats and saturated fats, mm-hmm. which are probably the fats that most people are like afraid of or scared of or they think will cause them high cholesterol, which yeah. in like high amounts can over time. Yeah. So like trans fats might be like processed foods, the and then saturated fat, like the fat on meat. Like, you know, when you cut the fat off, like, a piece of lamb or something. That's, like... Like the lard. Yeah. Yeah. So, saturated fats actually have a lot of, like, hate, but they are needed as well. It just depends on the amounts you have. Trans fats, okay. yeah, you don't need them in your diet. Yeah. They're not very helpful. They'll probably just block your arteries. A trans fat's, like, McDonald's kind of thing. Literally processed food, baked goods. Even okay, some, yeah. like, baked goods. Maybe not homemade stuff. You know when you go and you get a cake from, like, Costco... And it's been sitting there fresh for like a month. Have I told you about this? Yes, your auntie. Wait, tell the story. Oh my gosh. My auntie, she's all about like using wholesome ingredients, which is great. And like gourmet ingredients and stuff like that. Yeah. And her kids went to a party and got a Costco cake. And (laughs) they kind of took the cake home with them in the plate. You know how that happens sometimes. Yeah. And she didn't let, she was like to her kids, don't have this. I want to do an experiment because this isn't a, like, this isn't using wholesome ingredients. This is a ready-made cake from Costco. She left the cake in her pantry for one year. It didn't grow any mold. It looked perfect, like when she got it. Oh my gosh. That goes to show there's no natural ingredients in it because it would have molded. That is horrible. How horrible is that? There must be nothing natural in there. Nothing. Like I saw the cake. It looked perfect. Because if there was like egg or if there was butter or something, it would have 
gone yes. dark. I reckon they could have still sold it wow. in that form. But anyway, go on. So those fats aren't great. I think people really freak out, but it's about just having a generally well-balanced diet and you can include some trans fats and saturated fats and you're going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, don't eat McDonald's every single day, obviously. Yeah. But having it every now and then when you feel like it is probably healthier than restricting it because like for your mental health and everything else. So the fats that we probably want to be avoiding a little bit more in our diet are trans fats and saturated fats. Mm -hmm. Fats that are more important are the like polyunsaturated and monounsaturated fats. So a monounsaturated fat is, for example, like avocado. Yeah. And the good thing about these fats is that they can actually help you like feel full after a meal. Mm-hmm. So people freak out that, oh, like fat has more calories per gram compared to protein or carbs. But the thing is that you probably are going to eat less of that meal or that fat because it keeps you full. I don't think you can sit there and eat five avocados. Like it's very, it's quite filling and rich, but you could probably eat a lot more in a form of just like white bread or something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, so I mean, that's also like olive oil. Like people are scared of putting olive oil on salads and it's like, you know what? One, it adds a bit of enjoyment. Two, flavor. Three, olive oil is a great source of monounsaturated, of healthy fats. Yeah, and it can also like decrease the bad cholesterol which is called like low density lipoprotein so it can decrease the bad cholesterol in your blood as well so why not include it yeah get into that later and then there's the polyunsaturated fats which is like the omega-3 and omega-6 you've probably heard of like with omega-3 fish oil and stuff like that yes yeah salmon so it's like foods like walnuts some nuts and seeds and they're like all the foods that basically protect against like heart disease Wow. They increase your metabolism too because fat basically it improves your hormones and it keeps you looking like younger, a lot leaner, like it can help with wrinkles, a lot of things. Wow. I don't know. I just think that... So don't be scared of fats. <laughs> a form of like saturated or trans fat every now and then is not going to make you fat. Healthy fats are probably going to help you lose weight, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is the opposite of what people think. I think there's a big mi- misconception because of the word. Because when people oh, think yeah. fat, they think obesity. Someone that's overweight, you know. A fat body, yeah. And they picture like heart disease, cancer, high cholesterol, all these fear diseases. and Fats in food is different. But the thing is, without fat, your body couldn't even absorb certain vitamins. Really? Like there's some vitamins that are fat soluble. So like vitamin A, um, vitamin D, like which is from the sun, vitamin E, vitamin what else? K. Wow. Like they can't be absorbed without fat because they're fat soluble. So they're not water soluble. So your body needs fat. <laughs> so like you need fat. Don't be scared of fats. They're probably going to help you, like healthy fats are probably going to help you maintain. I'm not going to sit here and promote weight loss. But you know, like they can help yeah. maintain or lose weight saturated and trans fats which are basically the bad well the fats that aren't as great for you not saturated as much but mainly trans fats they're the ones you want to avoid i guess like have them every now and then but you don't want to be eating processed food yeah it's pretty funny that the healthy fats do the opposite of making you fat but people are so afraid wow so interesting okay let's go to the next one okay um should we do gluten that gluten is bad for everybody yeah so basically gluten's just a protein and it helps your food like maintain and hold shape. Okay. 
And it's only people who are diagnosed with celiac disease, which is basically an autoimmune disorder that affects your like small intestine. So it stops you. Yeah, it basically like damages these little finger like projection things in your small intestine. Yeah. Um, So you can't absorb nutrients. So that's why a lot of people with celiac disease, if they continue to eat gluten, yeah, they can literally they can become really malnourished from not being mm-hmm. able to absorb nutrients and stuff. But that's literally only for people who get like a full on blood test, mm-hmm. and you'll know if you have celiac disease. Like it won't just be oh I'm a little bit bloated today. Like you'll probably have a lot of other symptoms. But also you can be gluten intolerant. Eh, not so much. I would say that there's not really much thing as gluten intolerance. People who have things like Crohn's disease, endometriosis and stuff or something like that may need to avoid. Yeah, some people may may feel better not eating it, but a lot of people just self-diagnose themselves as gluten intolerant when that's probably not the problem. I don't know, but like when when gluten is like removed from a food, say like bread, they have to add like things to compensate for the gluten loss to make the foods like actually palatable to eat right so they have to add right. sugar and more fat and probably i don't know salt so gluten-free foods are sometimes like much more calorie wow. dense than regular foods anyway it's probably better if you don't have a problem with gluten to just eat the normal yeah. food and also i've this is just my personal experience i have been gluten-free i think liana may have <laughs> been as well but cutting out gluten is really expensive it really is expensive especially if you're not celiac it's just useless it's so expensive and it may and cutting out gluten may stop you from eating nutrients such as like fiber vitamins like rye whole grains minerals because it stops you from eating crackers like so many different things certain breads pastas people don't always go most people who are going gluten-free i'm just saying from my experience as like a young female are not gonna yeah, they, they don't go and supplement with, like, gluten-free bread all the time. They're like, I'm going to yeah. have cauliflower rice, zucchini noodles. They don't actually go and supplement with the gluten-free foods. A lot of the time they yeah, just cut yeah, it yeah. out and they have sweet potato toast instead of bread. So they're missing out on, like, a lot of those added things, especially, like, some breads are fortified with, like, so many different nutrients yeah. and iron and fiber if you haven't been to like a proper like dietitian or health professional about it, don't cut it out for no reason. Yes. I think that's good advice for everything. Because from my experience, like all it, all that happened for me when I eliminated gluten for a long time is that when I added it in, I was I had really bad like problems with like stomach cramping and stuff because bloating. Yeah. Yeah, just because when you take something out of your diet, like you know, your body needs some time to adjust. It's true. And go back to eating what you, you know, normally or were previously eating. Yeah, it's So true. it's not that you're allergic to the gluten or anything. No. It's just your body needs a bit of time to, you yeah. know, adjust. Yeah. So don't be scared of gluten. And don't be scared of bread. <laughs> yeah. Wait, should we do that one next, the carbs? Because it's kind of going into that. Yeah, let's get into carbs. I told said this to Liana yesterday and she was actually shocked. But carbs are meant to take up like around like 45 to 65% of your diet is meant to be carbs. That's crazy. That's like half. I know so many people that are like, oh, I don't eat carbs, you know. I think that's the number one thing when someone's trying to get lean. Carbohydrates are like essential. They fuel your brain. They boost your energy. They maintain your metabolism. And all those long-term low-carbohydrate diets are like not sustainable. 
at all. Like even studies, I remember um, researching in uni, like it showed that people who ate grains were like less likely to be overweight or obese. And they had lower risk of like type 2 diabetes and other complications. Wow. And also weight loss, like from a low-carb diet, it's not – or even fat loss, like they're not sustainable. Yeah. Like I know that. Like if you just – eliminate all these like so much from a particular food group from your diet yeah you're probably going to binge on it later or you're just going to end up craving it at some point and going a bit crazy or then feeling and then feeling guilty about it and then feeling so bad which is just a vicious cycle also like the really quick weight loss with low carb isn't really it's not fat loss it's just like water weight loss like it's not even it's not really doing anything. As soon as you go back to eating normally, you're just going to probably go back to normal, if not a little bit bigger, because you'll just be craving it so much. Like anything you take out of your diet, you're going to be, mm-hmm. your mind is constantly fixated on like carbs, 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 carbs. And it's you'll true. Be- yeah. Even if it's like, I can't have carbs, I can't have carbs. You're still thinking about carbs. Exactly. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm good. Okay. This is a personal experience. Liana reminded me of the old cauliflower rice and zucchini noodle days. You know what? They're not old for most people, actually. A lot of people are still on this craze. I'm all about adding, like, as much fibre and veggies into your meals. And if you like cauliflower rice and zucchini noodles, that is fine. Yes. But you should not be having them because you, like, fear the rice or the pasta. Because from personal experience, when I've not eaten, say, pasta and just had zucchini noodles, I would probably get a bit of a stomachache because... I'm also vegetarian, so my sauce would be like all veggies. And then the zucchini was like a lot of zucchini and it's so much fiber. And it's just, you can't, too much of anything is not going to make you feel great. And even like things like cauliflower rice, like cauliflower can cause some like gas. And like if you eat a lot of it, it can cause a bit of discomfort. Like it's yum. Yeah. And it's very healthy, but it's the amounts you have of it. Like you don't. Whereas like, and then you're, by having those veggies, yeah. which you could probably just like grate into your sauce or grate into your meal in another way, you're like missing out on like all the fiber, whole grains, everything else from the carbs, which it's are true. really helpful to keep you like feeling full yeah, and satisfied. Yeah, exactly. And so, like you said before, you don't really think about what you're missing out of when you substitute. So you're not, you're probably not going to implement the fiber and stuff like that. That you would have got it. Probably going to have cauliflower rice, zucchini noodles, sweet potato toast, which is all yum and great, but it's not a substitute. Like nutritional, nutritional wise, it's not the same. Oh yeah, I still have it in my head that bread is bad for you. We've all been scared of bread at one point. Yeah, and like I get that. Like, okay, if you've if you've made a really good meal, you're not going to eat three pieces of bread before because then you're going to miss out on enjoying the rest of it and getting all the other nutrients. But like. There's nothing wrong with it at all. In fact, it's like very healthy. It depends on what type of bread you're having. Yeah, and even then, white bread does have, like it is helpful at some times. So like after a workout or right before workout, if you need like a quick fix of like energy and sugar, that can be really helpful to help you get through a workout then and there. But it's, yeah, obviously it doesn't have as yeah. much like fiber and like nuts or grains or seeds. And if you're having like a full on whole grain seed bread. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry. Sourdough oh, is yum. So yum. Come on. It's delicious. It's so delicious. It's the best bread. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. So Crazy. we shouldn't be scared of pasta. Is that what you're no, telling me? No, like, I, oh, <laughs> no, it makes me up. It makes me mad. 
there are forms of pasta that you can have if you want to increase a bit more fiber or something like you can have lentil pasta or chickpea pasta which have more protein like if you're training or something and you want to boost like the protein after a workout or something you can have those but there's nothing wrong with having normal pasta like (laughs) like anything it's fine it's fine in moderation i think that a lot of people are gonna just have a lot of peace after listening to this episode because there's so many misconceptions in society. Yeah, I want everyone to go get a bowl of pasta or a piece of toast and eat this while they listen. Because pasta, bread, like they're framed as this enemy food, yeah, you know? like bad and unhealthy. When you said to us that up to 60% of your diet should oh, be yeah. carbs. And it's different for every person. Some people have much more protein if they're an athlete or something. Yes, but obviously. like, yeah, the normal person should be having at least half of their plate as carbs. And carbs doesn't mean like pasta, bread, rice, just that. Like, carbs are also vegetables and fruits. Okay. Like, they are forms of carbs. They're sugars, basically. Carbs are just sugars. Oh, see, I didn't know that. It's carbs, like more of the breads and all that. But there's nothing wrong with yeah, them. Yeah, okay. Like, refined, they're refined. So, carbs. what, like, all veggies and all that are carbs? Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of weird to think about that way because wow. people see carbs as it like is weird to think carbs about it. like a fear food or something. Because I feel like like the whole diet culture and everything in society has really yeah. warped what these things actually mean. Yeah, th- yeah. Because I don't think the average person would know that veggies are carbs. Well, carbs are basically sugars, fibers, and like starches. That are in fruits, grains, vegetables, even dairy products, milk products. Potatoes, that's next, man. Potato hate. I hate the potato <laughs> hate. People are so scared of potatoes. So potatoes are carb, right? There's nothing. But it's not like, oh, carb. Yeah. <gasps> it's a carb. Like, it's a veggie, basically. I think the main <laughs> misconception at the moment is that sweet potatoes and purple potatoes are like all the craze. And white potatoes are bad for you and I think this is because yeah. I don't know but I remember learning when I was younger we had some like yeah. nutrition or something come into school and she was like make sure you eat the rainbow pick the most colorful fruit I'm sorry but that's not true yes. cauliflower is so healthy for you white potatoes so healthy for you onions great garlic amazing like <laughs> There's nothing wrong with white or neutral coloured foods. It's so interesting because I think potatoes get so much hate. And they do. It's so funny to me when oh. you tell me that sweet potatoes are like the same as, nor- as, as a normal potatoes. Well, they have the same amount of calories pretty much. Like maybe one or two calories difference. Like I think per 100 gram it's maybe do like Do they have the same benefits? Calories. They have different benefits but they both have benefits. So sweet okay. potato has more like vitamin c i think and vitamin a so vitamin whatever like vitamin a and vitamin c but then white potato has like other things like it has folate it has lots of iron okay i think it has more potassium than bananas which is like crazy because oh my gosh it's so much hate yeah and i think it also has vitamin b6 magnesium that's so interesting to me because bananas are seen as like a i don't like this term but like yeah superfood potatoes are a superfood Okay, I saw this on a food Instagram page this morning. Well, on this food Instagram page this morning, I saw someone say, what three foods could you not live without? And having studied nutrition, the first thing that came to my mind was a potato. 
because it keeps you full. It's a good carb. You can cook it so many ways and it's full of nutrients and iron if you don't have a meat sauce or something. And they also wow. have resistant starch, which is something that like feeds the bacteria in your gut. Like the good bacteria, So it can help right? with like maintaining your blood sugar. Yeah, so it can help wow. with like maintaining a consistent, steady blood sugar. Yeah. So it's all about how the potato is cooked and like prepared. Skin on is obviously great. Bit more nutrition, yeah. not that much more. Maybe two, another <laughs> gram of fiber or something. Not much. <laughs> Boiled, great. Steamed, great. It's, it's when it's not even a potato. It becomes like yeah. more fried. It ends up having more yeah. salt, like saturate trans fats and oils and I don't know what else they put in them, like random additives yeah. and flavors. That's when it in is saying not that we love hot it's chips. It's not even a potato. Yeah. Oh, they're sweet. If you, I love mixing it as well, like mixing ever. different potatoes or veggies. So good. It's so yum. Yeah. So basically the more fiber that's in the potato, like if you keep the skin and if you just boil or steam it or something, that's what's going to keep your blood sugar levels like even and like not spike. People think that after they have Macca's fries, like, yeah, your blood sugar will spike, but it's because there's not even any fiber in that. Like there is no potato. You're getting no potato skin, probably the smallest amount of white potato. They've even got magnesium. They're so Poor good potatoes. for you. Like potatoes wow, are great. Wow, that's so interesting to me. When we think about like the Mediterranean diet and what people used to eat, like even like my grandma who had a Mediterranean diet back in Greece, they had potatoes every single day because it was available to them and they yeah. were very healthy people who are now like in their 80s still living so well and they eat potatoes it's every true. day. But it's the way they eat them. They don't eat macca's fries potatoes they cook them with some olive oil and herbs or they put them in like a homemade like stew or casserole like and also like they have a lot of potassium which basically works in the opposite of salt or sodium so they promote a healthy heart you know potatoes are our friends (laughs) i know go potatoes but the next thing is evil juice cleansing and fasting (laughs) yep get into it get into it (laughs) so i think people think will they go on a cleanse for weight loss or i also heard this to clear toxins and reset the digestive system that's what i thought i've heard that a lot of times okay it's false advertising that's all i gotta say okay before you got swayed by like the media or social media or hearing about it I don't think any of us ever thought that our own bodies couldn't do that for ourselves. Like your liver and your kidneys are there to cleanse and detox your body. They do it on their own. If you're a healthy person who doesn't have like kidney or liver failure, renal failure or something like that, your um, body does that on its own. Like it already cleanses and does everything you need it to do. I mean, if you like juice, yeah, drink some juice. But, like, it's just a really low-calorie option with a lot of water in it. So it will result in weight loss, but it's not fat loss. It's just water loss. That's it, really. Yeah. And also, there's no protein in yeah. juice. Like, where's the protein going to come from? So it's going to – if you are on a juice cleanse for a long time, like, that's going to result in, like, very poor muscle maintenance. Like, you're not going to be maintaining that lean physique or that muscle at all. Also, think about juice. Like, we actually, we spoke about this yesterday, saying we love smoothies. So in juice, all the pulp is gone. So it's basically a lot of sugar all at once. Yeah. Fiber is what helps keep yeah. your blood sugar levels from, like, spiking. But yeah. that fiber's gone. 
Yeah. And that's what helps, like, fiber is what helps prevent constipation and, like, it keeps you full. All you're mm-hmm. going to get is, like, a rush of sugar and a juice. Like, it tastes good. So true. To have every now and then, but not all day. I've actually bought into this one. Me too. So <laughs> I remember I was way too young to do this, but anyway. And I was I was still on my health journey and I'm still on that same journey. And I at that point, I just wanted to try everything. So I thought, restart my system, you know, how you were saying. <laughs> like the whole detox, yeah, yeah. restart your system kind of thing. I think for like up to four days to seven days, all I was drinking was Oh, juice. yeah, I've done it. I've I've done a juice cleanse as well. No food. No food. Yeah. That is unhealthy. It's not even cooked food as in like it's literally juice. It's not like a soup or a smoothie. No. It's, it's just juice. juice. It's so unhealthy. I had liters and liters of water, which is great, but liters and liters of juice, which I'm like, now looking back, that is really dumb. Yeah, well food takes like one to three days to be digested completely anyway, depending on what it is. Yeah. So your body yeah. absorbs the nutrients and then it just gets rid of what you don't need. So it, it excretes the rest. So you're probably getting way too much of all these random nutrients anyway. Also, like going on a juice cleanse for a long time, like it can just slow down and ruin your metabolism because you can lose a lot of muscle and they're so low in calories that when you start eating like normal food again, yeah. you'll just regain the weight and you'll probably regain the weight in fat not because not in muscle because of the lack of the protein and juice no one wants to gain fat you want to gain muscle which is why people do like muscle and resistant training strength training and eat a decent amount of protein no i reckon an alternative is just to make a smoothie and keep the fiber yeah if you want to increase juicing and smoothie make a smoothie that's great keep the fiber add oats in there yeah but also make sure you're eating as well you know have your lunch have your dinner. Yeah. Have a juice with your breakfast if you want to, if you feel like one. Don't, juice shouldn't be the breakfast. It's just a little additive, maybe something you, in addition. It's not a meal. It's not a meal. Juice is not a meal. Oh, exactly. No, not at all. <sighs> but anyway. And also, we're saying this with like a lot of empathy experience, and, like grace, because. We literally have been through this. (laughs) Yeah, I worked at like a naturopathic juice place, which to be honest, I still love that place and I will get a juice from there because they use special herbs like astralagus and like they use ginger. Ginger, I love that. I love what they stand for. But I think if you're not in a healthy space with like your relationship with your body and what you put into it, it can cause a really negative mindset if you think that, oh no, I ate solid food, I've ruined my day, my one day juice cleanse or like, there's nothing and wrong with it. And you feel shameful for eating a meal. It's like you should be eating a meal. But I also think there is a place for it. Like, for instance, like you said, the ginger shots and stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. good for it's like for immunity. immunity and stuff. Yeah. And even nausea. Like I deal with a lot of nausea. And oh, ginger's it is. Great. Yeah. I love ginger. So there is a place for it, but it's not. It's great. It just shouldn't be a cleanse or a fast. So you can't really restart your system. Is that what you're telling me? No. <laughs> I just think the way that people, like, if you just, you your body already knows how to break, like, your body breaks down and it has the enzymes to break down all the foods unless you've got a problem. 
on its own. Like you don't need to restart or reset. Yeah. Like that's why you have liver and kidneys. They do that for you. <laughs> Trust your body. Like it's their job. Like your body's job is to do that. Like it keeps you walking. It keeps you breathing. It keeps you digesting. Like yeah. it does everything. That's true. Trust your body. If you want to go on a juice cleanse, okay, maybe instead of a juice cleanse, just have a juice with every meal or something. Yes. Or have a juice with your breakfast. Like don't just, I feel like you'll just be really low energy on a juice cleanse from experience. My energy levels when I was on it were so bad. Yeah. And you're actually not hungry I, 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 from experience. You're not hungry because you're having so much liquid. Your stomach is just bloated. You're sick of liquid. You want solid food. Oh, it's so bloating. But also, you know what? I remember doing it in the first three days were hell. And people were like, that's just your body, like, <laughs> you know, purging itself and like, Oh my gosh, stop. It's ridding of the toxins. It's going to sweat out all the negativity. I had bad headaches. I couldn't get out of bed. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. (laughs) No, not at all. I would just say in every meal, try to have a source of protein, a source of fat. So the fat can be, I don't know, avocado, oils, seeds, nuts, fish, whatever. And then carbs. So that could be like a piece of fruit. I don't know, a banana. It could be some bread. It could be crackers, whole grain crackers. Or like if you try, if you just forget all this juice cleansing, just have those three things in every meal and you'll be fine. It will help you feel like much fuller for longer and better. I'm going to try and incorporate that actually and think about it like that. I think people are really confused. What is a carb? What is a protein? What is a carbohydrate? Like you don't really think about it like that. Yeah, you don't really break it down. You see it as food. You don't see it as the nutrients and and everything else. Yeah. I think the best way to overcome that is to actually start your own veggie garden or start like planting your own veggies Mm. and herbs. It just kind of brings you back to the, brings you back to like the roots and you sort of think more about, oh, what's in this? And like, what are the benefits of doing it from home and like you watch it grow and you just see where it comes from instead of like we just go to the supermarket and we take it for granted that we can pick up a packet of zucchinis you actually start making so many more different salads and meals and you're like oh i want to use my tomatoes i want to use my mint i want to use you know and those things are really good for you they have great properties Okay, so the last myth we're going to talk about is eggs. Mm-hmm. So people, I've heard that many people say that eggs cause high cholesterol. I think what I've got to say about this, okay, people who have a normal cholesterol level. So you'll know if you if your cholesterol levels aren't normal. Like when you get a blood test or something, they'll tell yeah. you that something's up. Also, I encourage everyone to take blood tests. Yeah, I agree with that. And I would also say if you're like vegan or vegetarian, make sure you get checked because things like B12, vitamin D and like even iron, like they can go really unseen and then you get all these problems and fatigue and exhaustion Mm -hmm. and like you don't know why. But yeah, I would just say that for people with normal cholesterol, you don't need to monitor how much dietary cholesterol you're having. Like maybe it's different for people who already have a high cholesterol problem. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be eating high cholesterol foods all the time. But if you have a normal level, like eggs aren't going to be the reason yeah. that your cholesterol goes through the roof unless you're eating 10 a day. And even then, I don't think there's any studies that have studied <laughs> people eating 10 eggs a day. I kind of want to research that now. But anyway, I would just say eggs are a really, really good source of like pretty affordable protein. So I think one egg yeah, is about six are. grams of protein, which is pretty good. 
They have a lot of anti- antioxidants. They're really rich in iron. And there's a lot of like inconsistent results. Like I studied this a bit in uni and I remember that like there were all these like meta-analyses and on egg yeah. consumption and like cardiovascular disease and stuff, which generally people who have cardiovascular disease, like high cholesterol is a risk factor. Yeah. And they provided like all inconsistent results. Like okay. eggs don't really cause the heart disease. In fact, they showed that like a wow. lot of Asian cohorts that have eggs in like stir fries and like eggs yeah. a lot, like scrambled eggs and stuff, they had like a lower risk of cardiovascular yeah. disease. And then they found out that when they studied those people's diets in like food frequency questionnaires and stuff, that it's more about the other things they're eating. So it's yeah. the saturated fat that's going to cause the high cholesterol, not the eggs. Eggs only yep. have like, I don't know, one to two grams of like saturated fat. Coconut oil, like a lot of meat fat and dairy and stuff. Like there are mixed results on it, but I feel like that's more likely to cause the high cholesterol and the trans fats and processed food than the egg. Eggs shouldn't be demonized. People should be encouraged to have a good source of protein, especially mm-hmm. if you're like vegetarian or something and you need a source of protein is something easy to make in the morning. They taste good. They're, they're really good binders for cakes and everything too. They keep you full as well. The thing is, I think that too much of anything is going to mm-hmm. have consequences. I think people should just stop focusing on restricting eggs mm-hmm. and just focus on like what you can add into the diet. Like eat less processed and more fruit and veggies. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with eggs. If you're a vegan or something and you don't want to eat eggs, great. Use a flax egg or a chia egg for your cakes or something. But if you're happy eating eggs, I would say to go find if there is like a local farm near you, definitely go there. The eggs will be fed much better quality feed, which means that you're ingesting that and like it's going to taste so much better. The yolk will be much more flavorful. Mm -hmm. Also ethically better. So if you want to have them, do that. If you don't have that available to you, Maybe just I encourage you to maybe try yeah, get free range. I agree. But yeah, sometimes there's really not that much difference with supermarket free range to the caged eggs, which is kind of sad. They don't get much more room to play. People around. should be more worried about the ethical concerns than if you're going to eat them. Eggs are great. They get so much hate. Also, how cool is it that you can sit there and like make a meringue from like eggs with like whisking egg yolks? Like they're so versatile. Like why do they get so much hate? On this episode, all I can say is there are so many misconceptions when it comes to food and I think a lot of them are actually driven by diet culture and like marketing, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. And the number one thing I learned from my course, like overall, if you eat the Mediterranean diet, like our grandparents are Greek, they did sort of have a Mediterranean Mm -hmm. diet, which is like abundant in like fish, eggs in moderation, like fruit veggies and less processed foods because they didn't have them around then like things like donuts with glazed chocolate and sprinkles and stuff didn't even exist back then so if you just go back to your roots and start eating those foods that they like from the ground like plant a veggie garden the foods that they used to have literally straight from the ground with fresh spices and herbs like you'll be so much healthier and so much more balanced. Just focus on incorporating more things, not restricting That's things. That's really good advice, I think. Like, don't take gluten out. Don't take fat out. Don't take eggs out. Like, don't be scared of these things. Oh, eggs and <laughs> iron. 
thank you for sharing your knowledge honestly i learned so much and i'm sure everyone else did it was actually fun i kind of like these episodes maybe i should start being a nutritionist on at sophie yes you should (laughs) i think you kind of forget that this stuff isn't common knowledge and people pardon the pun but we just are fed a lot of lies by media and stuff like that about our food worst part about social media is influencers who have studied nothing and have no actual industry knowledge or anything and they feed you all this stuff about how lemon water is gonna like save your liver or something they haven't done the research they don't they haven't actually they haven't seen anything in the lab like they haven't learned from like lecturers who have been studying this stuff for 30 40 years it's true it's true and like even me i don't know a lot i've only done one degree ariana's not claiming to have all the answers either yeah. like no some of this could be like wrong or personal experience you know obviously speak to a healthcare professional for your own lifestyle mm-hmm. but we just want to encourage a balanced lifestyle not to fear food yeah, not at all. Focus on what you can add, not what you can take away. That's a really yeah. good one, Ariana. Wow. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you again, Ariana, for sharing with us. That was really good. I'm so excited for people to get more knowledge. Thanks so much. If you guys want to find out more funny health myths and stuff, go to my Instagram, at SoFoodie. DM me if you have any questions. So I'm sure we'll do yeah. more episodes like this. I think it helps you feed your body um, a lot the better if you actually yeah. know, like, yeah what's behind the food it's true not just like oh cool i'm gonna have an apple like what is an apple what does it do for me makes you like fear foods such as like bread and pasta less because you know like oh they're actually feeding me like they're doing this and this and they really knowledge is power all right well until next time drive